Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. We're recapping Bachelor in Paradise. Well, we are back for, I guess, I guess week two. There's so many episodes happening all over the place. I'm so confused. I have no idea what's going on. Help me, please. Yeah, you got dropped into... uh kind of a mess bip is always a mess but this was like the first full week with all the drama and and this is this is because they have less time to air it that's how it's been in the past usually ends sometime in september so i don't know i don't know if they also have it seems like more people more cast members so that could be part of why it it might go longer. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot going on. Cause, so, well, I guess it's typically, uh, even, it's with commercials. So it's technically, it's technically only like three, three-ish hours. Yeah, I think we finished just under three hours watching them back-to-back last night. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, well, I guess let's just get to it. That's all there is to say. So what did you think of the opening credits? That's like a staple of this show where they all the cheesy like poses and the almost paradise song playing. Well, it is pretty cheesy. Um, I don't know if this is the right place to say this or not, but I really like I know you have to you have to make a a choice, right? They had to make a choice because Chris Harrison was gone. But I do not like their promo voiceover guy. It's a little like, uh, a bit much over the top. I think people it, have said it's Little John. Like, why? Why was this necessary? Like, I literally, I know, I know promo people who would have done a way better job. Okay, uh, do people really want? Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could have hired you to I, do it. I oh I no I just uh, it's a it's uh, a lot. <laughs> but thankfully, he doesn't like narrate too much. It's usually like just at the beginning and the end. I think. I yeah, and I don't know if it like if it is if it is him. I don't know if that I I don't know very much about rappers, okay, but I don't know if that's like a a thing. Like I don't know if that's like his established persona. I mean, I don't know anything about Lil John, so maybe it is. Um, I don't know. It it just makes me deeply uncomfortable. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yes. So, other than that, I mean, yeah, it is cheesy, uh, but I mean, it's it's a show about a bajillion people dating a bajillion other people. So, what yeah, do you expect? it fits the vibe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, any any uh, outside stuff before we begin? Anybody else been outed as? racist or I don't know uh, fat phobic <laughs> um, 
I don't think so. The only thing was there's some rumors about who the next Bachelor might be, which may or may not be true. Mm. So. Do you, do you, do you want to unburden yourself or, or not? I mean, so <laughs> it might be Greg, but it doesn't seem like it's set in stone potentially, so who knows? I <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised, but I feel like a, a lot of people are going to be mad about that. Yeah. I mean, Greg came off as a villain. And usually they don't cast a villain as The Bachelor. I mean, I haven't really loved any of their Bachelor picks like in the past few years at all. I've, oh, I've always wanted now, somebody else. <laughs> they never... now, now, th- now that is a hot take. Yeah, they never cast the person I would have picked. So this would just be another one in the list if <laughs> if it's true. Wow. Yeah, I I mean, ultimately I don't care because I get my fulfillment in life from other areas. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, that's good. But it would be, yeah, it would be. I, I think it. I think it would be a very divisive pick because, yeah, he did come off pretty strongly as a butthole there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like she, she, she came off as pretty strongly as a butthole. Like later in the like after the final rose, and maybe some stuff online. But like in the moment, definitely he was like, yeah pretty strongly a jerk uh but uh, this episode isn't about greg <laughs> this is about paradise <laughs> we're still talking about <laughs> this this is about paradise yes. so we start with and demi I, yeah which Ugh, uh, i just i don't like her i i don't like her either so she arrives to greet David Spade and talks about how she got unengaged. I love how she put that. <laughs> oh. uh, I think her whole vibe and personality just irritates me every time she comes on screen. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, also the thing, right, where she was like, "Yeah, yeah, I want to like, I want to date men." For now, you know, because they have the roses. Oh, of course. Or, I mean, um, or like they did have the roses. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Know. It's just. <laughs> I I also uh. I just I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate the vocal fry. And I don't appreciate the up speak either i don't like either of those things and she has both uh-huh great combo yeah she she reminds me of a uh preppy or not a preppy but a peppy uh Roz from monsters inc you know like oh, you're doing like mike wazowski <laughs> like except she's like <laughs> brandon why? Yes, know, this affected like... voice. I don't. I don't know why she does that. Yeah, it seems. Uh, it seems very. I don't know. It. 
it irritates me. I'll say that. And of course, you know, because of that, she's going to be on screen all the time. Oh, yeah. This first episode was very heavy demi-focused, unfortunately. <laughs> so she starts chatting with the guys. She talks to Connor and Kenny and then Brendan. And this was a... And so, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask. So, like, this is a pretty standard a standard thing. They'll bring a new person in, give them a date card, and then they can go... They, like, go talk briefly with a bunch of people so that they can be like, oh, this is somebody I actually want to take on the date. Yeah. Very, very okay. typical. Okay. Thank so you. she talks to Brendan, and there was this weird little moment where she says she didn't watch Tasha's season, which somebody brought up screenshots of her tweeting about it when it aired. <laughs> so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you would lie about something that's so easily disproven. But <laughs> anyway, she asked him on the date. Natasha is worried because they had been chatting. Ugh, and here's where Brendan starts to make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would argue the accepting the date was the biggest one. Yes, and then he offers to carry her piggyback, just like totally unnecessary. <laughs> Look, it's paradise, Christy. You do these things, okay? Yes, but as we'll see later, there's another <laughs> girl back home, so he's just kind of digging his grave here a bit. Uh, so unbelievable. Yeah, they go on the date. They make out aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. That was your note. Yes. Make out aggressively. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> I, I was, I was just laughing because like they're doing Natasha's ITM because like because they the two of them were kind of in a couple Natasha and Brendan, and she's she's talking about it, she's like, I'm like I'm fine and then like starts yeah. crying. <laughs> <laughs> she's the first in a long line of people. That we'll see are pretending everything is fine, but yet <laughs> their ITMs they look like their pet died or something. It's uh, hilarious for me, terrible for them. So in this convo, <laughs> Brendan admits that he's like talking to other girls. He's got other things going on, and well, did you did you want to uh... did you? Do you want to discuss what actually happened on their date as well, or no? Do we not have time for that? I, I don't know. Even... I don't know how the pacing of this works. We're discussing like a bajillion hours of television, trying to get it in one episode. I don't even remember what they did. They went on jet skis, and I say this because I specifically wrote a note because they were on the jet skis, and Demi sounded like a freaking seagull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. It was, I mean, look, everyone, <laughs> you wa will you watch this episode and tell me I'm wrong, okay? No, you're not wrong. Going along, <laughs> going along. It's like, it sounded like a seabird. I'm not even kidding. Her, like, her screams of joy on, on the <laughs> jet ski. Uh, but yes, yes, uh, I would say the after that portion was the most important part. Um, and please continue with what you were explaining. 
Yeah, so after she hears this from Brendan, she is very displeased. Um, she says, <laughs> I'm trying to be polite, but I feel like it just got rejected. She's wondering why he came on the beach if he was already talking to other people. And I just have to say, this is a little hypocritical from Demi because Demi literally came onto the beach with a girlfriend back home, like partnered up with this guy named Derek for a while. Then the girlfriend comes to the beach and she ditches Derek. So this is like literally the same thing. And she's upset. <laughs> Brendan is pulling the same move. So yeah, I didn't have yeah, much sympathy here. She said something about she said something about how how she had a, a bruised ego and it's just like well yeah okay it's first of all pot calling the kettle black i don't know if you've heard the phrase those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones but also you know it's pretty easy to have a, a bruised ego when your ego is the size of an entire planet <laughs> you know like yeah, she has a very high opinion of herself. She even says, I'm the cream of the damn crop. <laughs> like, okay, Demi. <laughs> she was, she and, right, and she's like, I've never been rejected before, except by Colin, but he, he turned out to be gay later. So that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, I don't know, I... I just see Demi as being the sort of person who's just always going to be, always going to be chasing that next rose, mm-hmm. right? And so she, I, th- I think that she thought that, like, she saw the two of them together, them being Brendan and Natasha, and was like, "Oh, I can like, <laughs> look at me, I'm fantastic, obviously, I'm smoking hot, obviously." So I can, like, I can worm my way in here and break this up. Like, no doubt about it. Like, I got this. And that just, it strikes me as, that like, that's probably something that's going to happen a lot where she she does a lot of rose chasing. But, well, I mean, we'll see. Maybe maybe she'll form a deep and lasting connection with somebody. I don't know. I doubt it. (laughs) I just... I just don't see that happening necessarily. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, and at this point, the whole beach knows that Brandon and Piper were talking before Paradise started. Like, there were even, there was even like a news <laughs> article written about them with a photo of them hanging out. So I don't know why Brandon thought he could get away with this. New, news travels fast in Paradise. As we'll see later mm-hmm. as well. Um, what do you, what did you make of this whole Victoria P situation? I, I didn't like her very much on, was it Peter's season? I mean. And, and we will, we'll say as well that this is, this is Victoria P not, not the, not the goddess now. This is, this yes. is the other Victoria. This is another blonde um, Victoria. But I just, man, I like, what is wrong with her? Like, let's be real. What? And maybe it was alcohol. Like, you really think? Like, I don't know. She didn't seem like she was 
inebriated or out of it or anything to me. But so what we're talking about here is she could not for the life of her remember what his name was. She spent a lot of time calling him Jordan. Yeah, it's like you only um, have to remember one name. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like she's the bachelorette <laughs> and she has an entire like cadre of people. She's literally talked to one person this entire time. Um, and I don't know, maybe I guess because and, and look, maybe maybe there was alcohol involved if because I think they initially talked like the night before or something. Right. Maybe. Like they were talking at night. And then she was, but she was having difficulties that night as well, which I mean, I guess would make sense if she was a neighborhood, but she didn't really, uh, she didn't seem like it to me, but what do I know? Um, I will say, uh, they bring her into, well, okay. Cause like they seem to be having a good time. He's like, you know, I like, I really like, I'm really liking you. She's like, yeah, you're like, you're attractive, blah, 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 blah. Um, right. Cause at this point, you know, he's trying to, trying to, uh, and, Look, I may, I may lose my mind here keeping track of things because, like, right now, and still, but no, not still, right now, the men have the roses, right? Yes. So we're still in, we're still in part one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, um. Yes. Yeah, so, so she's trying to get his rose, but ITM time for her and she launches into this thing and i forget the exact wording for some of it but basically she launches into this thing she says my energy healer friend told me (laughs) and then launches into this thing about how like if you were meant to be you'd get chills when you met them for the first time or something like goosebumps like something like that um and she was like to be honest i didn't really feel it but, like, maybe. I'll give him a chance. And so it's just very, very strange. Yeah. I don't. I mean, she doesn't last long, so I guess I didn't put too much thought into her besides the fact that she can't remember James's name. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I, I don't know. I, I like, uh. So, uh, next, Carl discovers a date card, and I was real worried that it was for him, but <laughs> <laughs> it was for Desenia. And she picked Ivan. Uh, well, of course, they, as as the Bachelor in Paradise people would say, they, they've been vibing. Yes, they've been hanging out, and they go to dinner, and it's in the middle of a pool, which I've seen this before in Paradise, where they got to trudge through the water to get to dinner this is so weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i guess hopefully since it's at like it's in the tropical area and it's at the beach hopefully the water is warm but can you imagine just like sitting there for an hour with your feet in the water <laughs> <laughs> i don't know supposedly try to eat your dinner and make small talk supposedly <laughs> it's romantic based on everything that people say you but just take your you just take your feet out and they're just like Totally pruned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sexy. <laughs> I guess you gotta you gotta hope that it ends there and, and you leave your separate ways so you, you don't <laughs> the other person doesn't see how unattractively your feet are shriveled up. I never thought about that part. 
Yeah, I mean, and this, I, I don't know. I, you know, they, uh, just a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of deep stuff, you know. Glad that, you know, you're, you know, you're able to, like, be yourself and a strong black man and talk about hard things with Haitia and all mm-hmm. this different stuff. Yeah. Um, the thing that stood out to me was that the word racism was aired because they used to not air that word. They would beep it out. Well, no, they just, so, like, there was a segment, I think, at the end of Peter's season where they brought Rachel Lindsay on stage, of course, because she's the only one <laughs> who can at the time who could talk about this stuff and they brought up these screenshots of these really nasty messages which were racist but Rachel Lindsay was told she couldn't say that word they just had to call it bullying or harassment or something because they didn't want to offend certain sections Uh, of the audience so don't want to offend the wine moms no so they've made a tiny smidge of progress here And she's right about the nasty messages that women get being worse than the men. Like I've seen the screenshots. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. I mean, it's it's terribly sad, yeah. but it does not it's surprise awful. me. I mean, people people are. I mean, honestly, to our listeners, like people say absolutely abhorrent things online to women. It is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it. Like, surely you have something better to do with your life. Yeah, and a lot of it comes from other women, which is even worse. Uh, sometimes I wonder if the internet should have ever existed. Yeah, <laughs> we would never have met, though. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't have this wonderful podcast that I love with every fiber of my being. <laughs> I know. I know. The world would be a, a darker place, but also I feel like the world might be a better place. But anyways, <laughs> back to back to paradise. We can't, we can't, uh, we gotta stay in paradise here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, tell me, like, honestly... What is wrong with this person? I was just, I was just cracking up because when she came back and was like all exasperated because, like, uh, she just wasted this day and like she thought she could steal him from, from Natasha and he's like just kind of this f boy who's just, he's just this pretty boy who's has all this stuff going on and blah blah like he's just an idiot all this and then and and goddess Victoria is just like. You're you're only a minor. Idiot. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> oh, so funny. Honestly, I would rather watch Queen Victoria than Demi. As ridiculous as Victoria is, I would still rank her above that. Yeah, I I mean I I I feel that as well. I just like the the whole bit too where then he comes back to them and everyone else is like scatter yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh, and then brendan attempts to explain himself but not very well 
very unconvincingly. He's like, yeah, well, I hung out with Piper, but like, there's no relationship there, which I don't believe. Um, Demi's just like, he's waiting for Piper and she's probably right. And then <laughs> Natasha pulls Brendan and he looks even more worried because now he has to explain this all over again. <laughs> oh, he said he had a lot of fun with Demi, but she didn't set his soul on fire. It's like, okay, high bar there. Uh, I just and he, he have, who are these people <laughs> and eventually Brendan manages to convince Natasha that he really wants to explore things with her and I, I don't know why she believes him but they are back as a couple I guess uh, I just uh. and did you catch when Natasha and Brendan were walking on the beach Natasha asked what's that noise <laughs> yeah. It was Demi sounding like a hyena. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was Demi screaming at the at the water's edge. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah, another another animal noise coming from from Demi here. <laughs> I just uh Should we should we discuss the most shocking development of the entire season? Yes, what is it? Oh, you don't you don't know? Are you talking about Carl? Yeah, somebody somebody let Carl kiss them. I know, it was Deandro. We saw this quick little shot and I was like, What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so mean. <laughs> so I don't mean. get the appeal of Carl. So here's the thing, and I know I know I talked about this last week, but I I think that the that sort of distinction between Carl and Vic, Goddess Victoria that I was talking about last week, I think that that kind of still applies. I what I would guess is that he's less annoying when he's. Like I, I just think he tries too hard. Yes, and so I think I think that he's probably a perfectly nice person, and way more tolerable if if he's not doing that. Yeah, I mean that makes so, like, sense. Like I can like <laughs> like I can like so uh, what I'm saying is like I could understand like somebody being like oh like yeah like you're like I've had like actual conversations with you, and you're a nice person. Versus like. All we see is like the stupid things where he's just like being ridiculous, like the like the shadow boxing on the beach that he was yeah. doing, <laughs> or or the like running out with his like nice watch and sneakers and being like, "Oh, my sneakers are waterproof." Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> like like we just see that stupid stuff. But I I would I would guess that he's probably decent. Uh, in more like one-on-one -on -one type situations. Yeah. Also, the men have the roses. So. Well. Oh, dang. <laughs> you are you are you are you saying that that may not have been quite as consensual as I thought? No, it's consensual. It's just strategy. Also. So. Ouch. Ouch. She's she's I not just... the only one who did it either. Oh no no, def no definitely not, and I just can't. 
I just can't get over how much of and like what is wrong with this woman? Like I just don't understand Victoria P. She's a, she's an oddball. <laughs> you know, like they're going out and she's like, "Oh, are there are are there sequoias around here?" <laughs> Referring of course to cicadas. <laughs> But then just, like, like literally, okay, literally this is the progression, right? They're sitting on one of those stupid, like, couch things that they have all over the place in their lean-tos. And, and this is the progression, right? Do you brush your teeth before or after you drink coffee? Do you wake up in the morning and pee outside? <laughs> yeah kiss <laughs> I mean it's, it's nuts <laughs> why I mean I don't understand how James just went along with all of that either like he's the one with the power yes yes he does he has the rose yeah and then Tammy drops this little nugget that Victoria P has a boyfriend back home allegedly Yes, allegedly. Do do we know if it, do we do we know if it is if it is in fact true? Um, I didn't even care enough to find out, but oh dang. <laughs> that is okay. Look, Christy is someone who thrives on drama and knowing things. It is like the strongest insult that <laughs> she can give a person if she does not care enough to investigate their drama. Yeah, I mean, she just didn't last long enough. She's gone the first episode. Like, it didn't even matter. This, this is, this, that is like, Christy shade 100% right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Well, as we as we see, you know, all all sorts of information and rumors swirling around. Yep. The next day, it's a cocktail party, which, from what I've heard in the past, they keep the men and women separate that day leading up to it, and then bring them together as you saw them walking up on the beach. Really? Yeah. So David Spade arrives and basically says, "Bye." He's passing the baton to and, the next celebrity. And and I didn't so here's the thing. I probably should have known this since we're doing a podcast about it and I pretend to be professional. But I had no idea. Okay? I was so stoked. I was like, "Oh, David Spade. I love David Spade. Yay! Great." But no, they're going to be rotating in a whole bunch of people I don't care about. Yeah, I would have liked to see him stick around longer. I just, unbelievable. Made me so mad. Yeah, gone too soon. Mm. So we see Serena C, which we've barely seen at all in these episodes. Um, doesn't Is not partnered up with anyone, so she attempts to steal Aaron from Tammy. And then Tammy sees this and pretends and then proceeds to mount Aaron in view of Serena C. <laughs> oh, I don't like that word. 
yeah, well, it happened. <laughs> Doesn't mean we have to talk about it. <laughs> well, we can move on to Tajwan walking around with her fan. I mean, I love Tajwan so much. She's such a relatable person. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yes. Uh, she is... Uh... <laughs> She's ridiculous, okay? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but in an entertaining way. Yeah, I was just, uh, I was laughing because of their, the, her whole interaction with goddess Victoria. Because God, uh, Victoria is one of the people who is adrift without a partner. And so she's been like trying to chat people up and, and steal people. And so... <laughs> Their whole like confrontation because she was talking to Trey. Yeah, it was. I didn't get much from that other than the fact that okay, Tajwan got jealous, and it was just a whole lot of arguing and name calling and no resolution really. Get away from my man, Victoria. Ah. <laughs> Yeah. So at this mm -hmm. point, Tammy decides to spill the beans to James that Victoria P has a track record of being manipulative, manipulative, and she has a boyfriend. They share a dog together. Does she have a track record of being manipulative? I have no idea. Um, on Peter's season, there was I don't know. It's been too long now. I barely remember, but she was involved in some drama. She okay. like lied about. Knowing this other girl that was on the season is very strange. Oh boy, um, that is that is a bit manipulative. I will say, uh, I did I did find it funny though, and I don't I can't I can't say whether or not this is true because I don't remember. But also, we may not have seen the footage. But she told James, Tammy told James, that she's like she couldn't she couldn't even remember your name. She was like, oh, that, that, that guy, like, Tim, like, because was Tim one of the things that Victoria P. had called him? She did call him a few names, but I didn't think Tim was one of them. I mean, it's possible she did, and we just didn't see it, but I don't remember well, Tim. That's why I put the caveat there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Tammy and Champagne Girl both like, yeah, yeah, Victoria P., man, she's, she's no good. She's bad news. Yeah, and then he confronts her about this, and she gets pretty defensive, says she doesn't have a boyfriend, but they dated from February to May. And this was filmed in June. So at the very least, it's a very <laughs> recent breakup, if she's telling the truth. If she's telling the truth. And now Tammy has decided to spread this news all around the beach. Um, <laughs> And then, like, you see Tammy in the background, which is pretty funny, just lurking. Yeah, <laughs> like sitting on sitting on like a, a lounge chair in the in the near the near distance, just like staring at them as they're having the conversation. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. So then Vic Victoria confronts Tammy and Kelsey, and this did not go well. She she kept talking about like I'm gonna do these things my therapist 
recommended and something about I know this is helping me grow and she eventually storms storms off. Yeah, sort of uh very generic like bachelor boilerplate. Like, yes, I've I've learned things. I've grown as a person. I'm not the same person who lied to you and stabbed you in the back and you know cut a hole in all of your dresses because I was angry at you. Like, I'm a different person now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and then she chats with James again. And says she's going to walk away, essentially. I'm not sure why she changed her mind so quick, but... I guess she uh, she just lost, she lost hope. She's like, I don't think he's going to give me this rose. I might as well save myself the embarrassment yeah and then like in the limo as she's pulling away she says something about like i know what i have back home so clearly there's still (laughs) something going on there (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i i wish this wasn't the case because i just i (sighs) On a very deep and profound level, I feel very uncomfortable about watching all these very clearly emotionally unstable and sometimes mentally unstable people. Um, but yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would guess that she just she figured that she wasn't going to get the rose anymore and so rather than have to stand there in the rose ceremony and and be like yeah well you didn't get a rose so uh, get out of here she can be like i'm leaving on my own terms yep so that's the last we see of her kind of weird and then and now (laughs) oh boy (laughs) <laughs> meats back on the menu yes james is available and demi moves in swiftly <laughs> <laughs> what a great word swiftly yeah she even like jokes about having sex with him which is just so weird like what are you doing <laughs> she wants that rose christy she wants it uh, she'll she's do whatever so it takes and then kelsey decides to talk to james since he's available, and Demi says Kelsey looks desperate. <laughs> ah! Could not believe the lack of self-awareness there. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I just I don't know if if your if your primary characteristic is being champagne girl, I don't know how far that'll get you. Yeah. Unfortunately, she did not make a connection. (laughs) No, other relationships had progressed further. Yes. So it's rose (laughs) ceremony time. We see, I'll just run down the list. Carl gives his rose to Deandra, Brenda to Natasha, Joe to Serena P, Noah to Abigail, Aaron to Tammy, Trey to Tajwan, Kenny to Mari, Ivan to Jesenia. And at this point, James is the only one who hasn't given his rose out, but... Of course. Yeah, has to be the last one. For the drama! And then, like, Kelsey gets 
dehydrated, I guess. She looks like she's about to pass out. She's sweating a lot. They give her water. Demi thinks she's faking it. Because <laughs> Demi is the worst. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what a what a what a note. <laughs> what an addition there. And then finally <laughs> Because she's the worst. <laughs> And then James gives his rose to Demi because the producers are not gonna let her go that quickly. No. She must stick around. I I hope they at least like gave him some money or like upgraded <laughs> his room or something for like doing that. Like that that is uh <laughs> brutal yeah yeah so what we had uh we had serena c and making it because didn't she make a fairly early exit in matt season or am i remembering um, correctly i'd say like middle of the pack like not okay. gone the first week but then yeah. then the goddess yes victoria and kelsey um Yep. Um, I just. Sorry, I was just ahead. gonna say we don't even see an exit interview from Victoria, which is pretty funny. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah, and I guess I would say, as far as that goes, I think that she she was not she was ill-equipped. Okay, she she was not she's not in the right headspace, um, and I think you had some of that. Uh, manifest itself in the first episode as well. Like, I think that she's someone who expects to get attention. And and so it, I it, being put in a, an environment where, like, she very specifically has to... Like, I mean, th- that's just the case, right? Bachelor in Paradise, you have to be constantly doing stuff because you're you like you're always like well i mean every other week like you're if you're lasting that long you're you're gonna be without a rose and having to be getting a rose from somebody and so i think it is in some respects a lot more work than than bachelor or bachelorette um because you don't necessarily have a lot of agency if you're not the lead in Bachelor and Bachelorette, does that is that would would you say that that's accurate? Like right when like if you're just a contestant, like you can try to make a good impression and you can try to like be your most attractive and you know say the things and all of that, but like for the most part, like you're not actually influencing if you're getting a rose as directly. Yeah, I'd say that's true. The the lead is much more influential. Yeah, and so I just don't think that I don't think that she was equipped to handle the change in dynamics. And so she was really cast adrift and didn't really know what to do. As we saw like her whole like if you like smile for five seconds, like <laughs> they'll come to you. Like that's not true. Like you have to do more than that. You can't just sit by yourself and expect that somebody's gonna be like, oh, that person who is just sitting by themselves is gonna want to 
like uh, that I'm gonna like go talk to them. Particularly right if the person who's off sitting by themselves doesn't have a rose. Yeah, you have to be like, there's no there. Yeah, there's no there's no incentive for it to go the the other way at that point. Um. And so I'll, the other thing, and then I'll I'll leave it at that. But the other thing was you she was also at a disadvantage because there 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 will always be somebody more insane than you there will always be somebody who causes more drama so if your if your signature and right she did sort of try to rebrand herself somewhat coming into this being transformed and renewed and rebirthed and hair dyed and all that stuff um she did try to rebrand to a certain extent but when that's sort of like your thing there will be there will always be somebody who can do that better than you and so i just think that that victoria was just killed by demi essentially because De- of oh, course yeah. demi mm-hmm. like demi is way more crazy she is she she creates way more drama um you know you have the possibility to write that she's gonna like go after girls so that like for the producers like it's like jackpot like that like it's a no-brainer as far as that's concerned and so sadly she got the boot because there will always be crazier yeah she wasn't wild enough Nope. So then we had the tag, because that's not the end of the episode. You see David Spade in the limo, just kind of like a parody <laughs> of when contestants get eliminated. And the best part of this was him saying he's looking forward to seeing them on Cameo, which is not yeah. even an exaggeration. These people are on Cameo, and they charge a good amount of money to say happy birthday to whoever. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the, fight, the funny thing... Well, that that too was his his dig because he was like I can't like I'm really looking forward to seeing them on, on cameo so that I can have them you know wish me happy birthday for nine bucks, <laughs> which of course, which of course is inaccurate because these these people are charging way more than that. Oh, yeah. But for sure, most of them are on cameo. Yeah. I, I think Chris Harrison was charging like five hundred dollars or something for his shout outs. Your God. <laughs> well unbelievable so on to the next episode we see that's right multiple episodes a week people (laughs) buckle up Uh, we see a boom box and what's the name of the song it's gonna be me is that the one that was playing I think Mm -hmm. by NSYNC so Mm -hmm. of course Connor knows like all the choreography to this <laughs> oh, but then Lance Bash shows up who is decidedly worse than Justin Timberlake I don't know much about the band but <laughs> no I'm just I'm just saying like I'm I'm I was I was trying to think of a an analogy that would work I mean look he's well known or whatever but I would say that Justin Timberlake is by far the most well-known 
Well, yeah, he would have been better to to, to to come out of that. But no, they weren't gonna get him. He, they can't sure. afford him. No, instead they get Lance Bass with his frosted tips. Oh yeah, baby. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not excited about his arrival. I don't care. Give me back David Spade. I'm going to start a campaign. I'm going <laughs> to boycott the show until we get David Spade back. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is already filmed. So. Ah, dang it. <laughs> Too late. Oh, no. So. Uh, I, have to st- I, have to, I have to delete my change.org <laughs> petition now. So we see Thomas yes. arrive. Uh, and of course, Aaron and Trey are just thrilled that he's arriving. Yeah, there's of course a lot of bad blood between between them. However, the women are excited. Well, of course, because he's tall and and they think he's handsome and yeah, got bad got bad got bad boy vibe. So Thomas has a date card. And he chats with Abigail, Tajwan, Marie, Serena, and maybe some other people. I kind of lost track. And he mentioned how tall he was, which is 6'6", six, six, with every girl just about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's what, uh, I forget who was talking about it, but some somebody was saying, yeah, like how he just like, he's so full of himself. Like he just like, he always is talking about. I, it may have been Trey, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but but that's so true because then they show like this montage of like every set. He's just like, oh, 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 you're you're gonna have to warn me because like if like when we go in here because this seal is pretty low and you know I'm six six, <laughs> so like huh, tall like tall human alert like. Ugh. He should have been a little more savvy, realizing producers are gonna string together a whole montage of you saying it that many times. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know. He may just not have realized, potentially. Who knows? It may be an unconscious thing because he's deeply insecure inside. Yeah, well, he asked Serena on the date, and she says yes. This was a little surprising to me, honestly, because of how much she's been attached to Joe, but... Mm, Much to the chagrin of Joe. Oh, yes. This is the beginning of... Joe spiraling again and moping and again yeah (laughs) (laughs) I feel like every single episode however long Joe lasts we're always gonna have a Joe starts to unravel mentally (laughs) section Mm -hmm. This is where we see Carl doing his air punches and kickboxing on the beach. Which is uh, so strange. And then yeah. we see scenes of Joe saying, oh, Serena doesn't like Thomas that much, spliced with her literally making out with him. <laughs> well, yeah, because she did say, so earlier she said something to the effect of like, <laughs> So, like somebody's gonna be making out with with Thomas today, and it might as well be me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I don't, I'm not quite seeing the appeal of Thomas like everybody else, but maybe it's because I have the benefit of having watched Katie's season and they didn't. So. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. You know, I, from what I've heard, women really love tall guys. I, the height doesn't make that big of a difference. Christy, like, you're not that, you're not like other girls. You can't, you can't. <laughs> uh, yeah. There are some people out there who are like, whoa, tall. I, like I guess that's all it takes. You can protect me. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, we see Riley from Tasha season, I think. Um, and, well, everybody talks about his arms. His biceps. I mean, to be fair, he does have very jacked. I know they're so big. I did, I just wonder how long does he spend in the gym? A lot. The answer kind is kind of a insane, lot. actually. <laughs> and Tajwan yeah. is beyond excited. Like Wells is trying to calm her down, that she's like hyperventilating at the part. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I don't. I I wasn't really sure why. I guess she, I guess Riley was who she was hoping to see here. Why? I don't know. She thinks he's hot. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Riley in particular, but. Huh. So he has a date card and he chats with just about all the women. Can I, can I just say though? So I don't. And this may be controversial. And I may get canceled for this, but this is this is a hot take show. But I don't like Riley. Oh, interesting. And I'll tell I'll tell I'll tell you why, okay? And it does have to do with Tajwan. And it's not, okay, just full disclosure, it's not because I'm protective of of Trey, all right? But <laughs> I really didn't like I didn't like when he like was introducing himself cuz she right she was still up at the bar and he had met everybody and then he was like calling her down and I just really did not like how he did that it just felt really it felt strange and like I know he was probably meaning it to be like playful or whatever but it just came across as really like I don't know I don't know if like predatory is the right word or just like it just felt weird and scummy like how he was what, doing that. Do you remember what that? What do you mean calling her down? What do you mean? So I remember he had met and like if I'm if I'm wrong about this it'd be so embarrassing. But remember he met everybody mm -hmm. on the beach except Tajwan because she was freaking out by the bar. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, hey, come on down. And like saying all these things to like, and she was like up there freaking out. And he was like doing all, do you remember that? Please tell me you remember that. Um, I thought when he grabbed her, she was with the girls. Or are you talking about a no, different No, no, you're, time? you're, you're, so I'm saying when he first arrived, not oh, when he was taking oh. people off, when he first arrived. Oh yeah, I guess I don't remember, but. I, yeah, I, I'll look. I'll be honest. Like, I did not like that. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's weird. I don't know why I didn't notice, but. And like, I'll look. The to the good listeners of our podcast, I'll like I will I will try to find that portion of the episode and watch that back to see if my reaction is the same. But it 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 did at the at the time as I was watching it, if it it, it felt really weird and kind of. Almost like degrading, perhaps. I don't know. It was really weird. Kind of like he was just expecting women to fall over him. Well, maybe that, or just I, I don't know. More, it was more like just sort of like treating her kind of like an object. I don't know. Again, I'll have to watch it back. But it made me really uncomfortable, hmm. and that was just sort of like a knee, like a knee jerk, yeah. sort of reaction and feeling for me. Um. I don't know if anybody else saw that and and had a similar reaction, or if it's just totally normal. But it felt really weird to me. Also, did you notice like when he was talking to Tajwan before he like picked who was gonna be on the date? Didn't it seem like he kind of picked her? Yes. Where he was like, absolutely, like, oh, let's 100%. make it happen, and she yes. thought he'd picked her. Yes. That was strange. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, which is another thing that I didn't like. Yeah, it, that was that was odd. But then he ends up asking Marissa on the date, and Tajwan's face behind that was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, she had to leave for a minute. Yes. Which, feel bad for I know, Trey. he he's noticed like, that. <laughs> he's like, wait, is she, ma- is she upset that she isn't on the date? <laughs> she was. <laughs> which... Yeah, that was kind of a bummer for Trey because, like, well, I guess I'm not that high in her list. Ouch. It would have been hilarious to see Tajwan's reaction to the date, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> with all the food. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh-huh. back on the date with Thomas and Serena... Thomas is like yeah. talking about like his experience on Katie's season, and then he decides to drop this nugget that Trey is emotionally not strong. <laughs> this was a terrible mistake on his part. <laughs> I don't know why he felt the need. I... Look, <laughs> look that <laughs> that 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 isn't necessarily not true. Just given, like, look, and I, I love Trey, okay? I think Trey's hilarious. I really, I hope that he's able to find happiness with somebody. Uh, but you did, I mean, you literally, like, a few minutes before, had, you, like, you had footage of Trey being like, I don't want to crumble. <laughs> So like I don't think it's I like I don't think it was like a falsehood necessarily, but it was just a bad like a bad strategic strategical move. Yeah, it's just not a good idea to talk about. <laughs> well, yeah, other people on your date. Yeah, yeah or the or other people's like emotional like strength or not strength like that. That doesn't like I don't know if do you remember Bennett? Yes. Um, I don't know if you watched the episode where like. He told Noah, who's on this season now, that he's, like, deficient in three out of the four, like, tenets of emotional intelligence. 
<laughs> that didn't go. I did not. Oh, that was pretty that, funny. No. That did not go well for Ben, and he was like super like condescending and all that. So I just feel like it's not a good idea to like talk about other contestants' emotional or mental <laughs> states like that. No, no, it is. It is not. <laughs> that is really funny. So yeah. We, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say at this point, Serena comes back. And chats with Joe and after some suspense tells him that she told Thomas to pursue other women and Joe has like the biggest grin. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I kind of figured that's how it would go. <laughs> no, you didn't. He thought he thought he was headed home at the next rose ceremony. Let's yeah, be totally honest You moped honest all here. day. It's like, oh, I, kn- I knew all along. <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't. No. <laughs> oh man, like that. Uh. <laughs> so at this point, Carl grabs Thomas and brings him to talk with Aaron, Trey, and James. So here we've got the whole entirety of the drama on Katie's season on one little group here. And then like he decides to apologize to the men like admitting he lied he was a jerk for how he acted on Katie's season I would, at the time I was thinking oh this is like a mature thing Thomas is doing uh-huh. no <laughs> sometimes I'm just gullible but this didn't hold because I had forgotten about what he had said earlier about Trey and his emotions <laughs> <laughs> And then Serena decides to spill what Thomas said about Trey to Tajwan. To t- Tajwan, <laughs> which good. And I'm trying to I'm trying to remember when exactly this happened. I guess it would be would it be after Taj uh, after Serena told Tajwan about this because Tajwan had a conversation with Thomas at some point and was like like yeah. you're kind of like you're in you're in big doo doo bro. Yeah, and so Tajwan then goes to Trey. There's a lot of just telephone happening here um, and tells him what Thomas said about him. So then Trey goes to Thomas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trey's like, oh, excuse me. Everything you just told us is a lie. Yes, he rejects his earlier apology and amends. And he won't even let him I... explain. Because... I feel like Serena didn't say that accurately. Even though there's not much difference, but she said emotionally immature and Thomas said emotionally not strong. So I don't know if like that's just semantics or what, but. Yeah, or, you know, like, what are you, like, you may not remember things exactly after a hard day on the beach, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I found that pretty funny too, because Trey, Trey was like, this is the last intentional conversation I'm going to have with you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think they're going to be friends. Mm, mm, I would have to say, no, they are not going to be friends. (laughs) Uh, man. So it's time for Marissa to go on her date with Riley. And so she like walks out wearing quite a dress. 
<laughs> oh. Did you like it? Not like it? Explain more. Explain yourself. Uh, I mean, it looked good on her. I wouldn't wear it. It was like a leopard print. I've never seen a style quite, I don't know if I would even call it like, like a normal dress. Like it has like the plunging neckline, but then like, it's like a, only a skirt in the back and like some kind of like short thing in the front. I couldn't, it was also like dark, so I couldn't quite get a good look at it, but. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then like Connor, yeah. Connor's in trouble. Yeah, he like awkwardly like goes to talk with her like right before she leaves. Who who was that that was encouraging him to do that? Oh, I don't remember. But that was a bad there a couple, idea. There are, there are a couple ladies who are like you should you should talk to her. But I don't think they anticipated him saying what he was going to say. Cause he didn't, I don't, he didn't handle that at all. He was just like, "Have fun." Yeah, that that wasn't. I mean, at that point, it probably didn't even matter what he said, considering what no. happens later. But yeah, he sends her off to enjoy herself. Yeah, and let me tell you, she enjoyed herself. <laughs> so, they arrive at some restaurant, and Lance Bass is there. So he lifts the dome on their dinner plates and there's all kinds of weird, gross food. Mm-hmm, yeah, like uh, chicken feet and tripe and like some sort of moldy cheese and tongues. Bugs, and it's... All sorts of stuff. Which, of course, <laughs> is even more hilarious by the fact that Marissa keeps maintaining, okay? And... This is funny, but also just, like, makes me roll my eyes so hard, okay, right? Because she keeps maintaining that she's never really been on a date before. Which is only true by her very specific definition. Because she's been in relationships, she's been on dates, but she hasn't been on, like, a super romantic like fancy dinner date i guess and so because of that she keeps maintaining and will maintain till the end that she's never been on a date before yeah i didn't really buy that once i heard oh just because i haven't been to a fancy restaurant means i haven't been on a date like okay there's lots of different date things you can do Yeah, she's like, you know, yeah, like I've been, like I've done like the, the mini golf thing. It's like, look, you've been on dates, okay? Stop this, stop this nonsense, please. But by her definition, she still hasn't been. <laughs> well, this was like they got dressed up and ate dinner, sort of. <laughs> Air quotes. Yeah. So ate, you know, intestines yeah. and cow tongue. So they, the deal is, they have to either answer the question Lance asked them or eat the food. And so I don't remember what like the first couple questions were, but they answered them and then they decided to avoid the how many people have you slept with question. 
And then Lance chose tongue for them to eat. And like it was crunchy and gray looking. I, I just, there's not a single question Lance could have asked me that would have made me eat any of this food. I would have answered so, everything. So two things regarding that. The first thing is that like, there, like, there are circumstances in which you'd want to eat a fair, well, not want, and especially you, but, like, where it would make more sense, I guess is a better way of saying it, to eat some of those things. Like, there's a context in which that would happen, right? Like, there, like, because the culinary arts are a thing, right? Versus just, okay, here is a cow tongue on your plate. <laughs> so that's the that's the first thing. The other thing too is that you've also lived an incredibly tame life. Mhm. <laughs> and have only done things that you're proud of. <laughs> Perhaps, but still the <laughs> the food looks so unappetizing. Like, oh, <laughs> they even ate the intestine, and it was like stretchy. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, as as you do. You know, that was just you know, it's a little a little a little segment of presumably, uh, presumably cow intestine i think is what tripe usually is um yeah so that was that was fun and uh you know things are things are heating up and connor's out on the beach playing his guitar mm -hmm. spliced with his song yep, spliced with scenes trying of... trying not to freak out <laughs> yeah cut with scenes of marissa making out with riley and then we have this funny little Thing with Tajwan with the crab in the interview room, which was very. I just I loved it. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she was not a fan of that crab. No, she was like, like standing crouched on the chair, just trying to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, she was. She's not a big. A big fan of that, uh, not a big fan of that crab being up in that room. So we see, which, oh, oh sorry, I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure that room was literally just like one of those lean-tos with like blankets hung around it. Oh yeah, it's not very secure at all. Uh, no, and even if it was the crabs would still get in. I, I could not handle this place. <laughs> At all. Oh, come on. Where's your sense of adventure? Ugh, can you imagine like you're sleeping and one of those things just cr crawls on you? They're friendly. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't look like it. I saw. They're more afraid of you than they are <laughs> than you are. I saw someone on Twitter say they're like spiders with armor. And I already don't like spiders. And these are much larger. <laughs> so Connor is still pretending that he's fine with the whole situation. He's not fine. 
yeah, we see back to Riley and Marissa chatting some more at dinner, more making out, and then they head off to the Boom Boom Room. Oh, boy. Do I want to know what the Boom Boom Room is? Oh, I think you know what it is. <laughs> no, I would never. What? No, I'm innocent. Mm, no, this, this is a very special room in paradise. So that's where the episode ends. Yes. So, uh, yes. For those of you who don't know, that's where the people go to have sex. That's right. You don't even have to wait for fantasy suites. You can just do it whenever you want. Yep. Just get some consent from the producers and head on in. Man, this. Consent from the producers? Oh, yeah, you got to, like, either verbally or or sign something. Because there was, like, a whole incident. People who have watched Paradise before will remember DeMario and Corinne. There was a whole scandal there. And the, and the producers weren't okay with it, or they weren't okay with it? Well, this was before there was, like, this whole consent part of it. Their, their incident is what led to having to do consent now. But, like, was one of them not into it? Is that what happened? Well, the details of it are very fuzzy, but, like, Corinne, I guess, was taking some kind of medication combined with a whole lot of drinking on both her part and his part. So they were, like, I guess, hooking up in a pool or something. And then, like, I don't... It seemed like after the fact there wasn't there wasn't like rape or anything like the the issue was that I guess they were both too drunk to consent and so like a producer like filed a complaint and then they shut the whole production of Paradise down and like took a break for like a couple of weeks and then came back and f- continued filming but it was wow. just like this whole like scandal with very fuzzy details and and of course it was like a black guy and a white girl so that added like this whole other element mm. to it so it's just like oh a my. massive thing so now whenever people well, want to have sex they have to like both verbally like do something with producers or sign something i don't remember which one it is well well i will say and i feel like we have a pretty tame audience so this probably isn't necessary but it is good to have consent. And mm-hmm. also, generally speaking, if you are under the influence or incapacitated in some way, that's really not possible to have happen. Yeah. And after that, they also implemented this two drinks per hour rule on the show because there was no <laughs> limit before, which is how we got stuff like that happening, where just people were just like completely wasted. So basically, you can still do it so that you're buzzed the entire time. Yes. You're just not blackout. Yeah, still because a lot. another another sciency thing for you is generally speaking, um, the body will clear like one sort of standard drink of alcohol out of your system every hour. Mm. So yeah, with two. You can just contain a nice, low buzz the entire Mm -hmm. 
several <laughs> weeks. Uh, which is not how I like to live my life. I like to be conscious. Coherent. And aware of my self and my actions and the people around me. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's just, it's, it's such a, I, it's just such a foreign thing for me, for like, from my perspective to be like, yeah, okay, that I would meet somebody and the same day I meet somebody, I'm like, yeah, I would just totally de- be down to have <laughs> Yeah, this, it's hard to. I don't know. Sometimes you don't, the timeline is all weird with paradise. Cause you see like, Oh, this is stretched out over like however many episodes. But yeah, that was literally the day he came in. They haven't known each other for 20, more than 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Feel bad. Feel bad for Connor. Oh, I know he's, he's going to be devastated. So yeah, we'll see that play out next week, I guess. Unless she's like, you know, he has great biceps and everything, but he was just terrible at sex. Okay, take me back, Connor, <laughs> please. I beg you. But I don't think that that's gonna happen. No, that that seems like a pretty strong, if not shallow, connection. So, ooh, coming at coming at Riley and Marissa. I mean, it's just based on looks. Shallow at this point. Yes. Which, generally speaking, Connor is going to lose out to someone like Riley. Because, like, the faces are fine. But, yeah, I mean, Riley is jacked. Mm-hmm. And if, like, that's, if, like that, if that's what really gets you going, then it's bye-bye to Connor. Yeah, I think he's going to lose in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unless he can somehow find some other poor sucker who can put up with his constant musicality. Yes, because we <laughs> see at the end he's playing again for Abigail and just sending <laughs> It's like, okay, it's time to stop strumming. <laughs> Unbelievable. I cannot believe you. So mean. I've just I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess from my perspective, I just I, I see that there like there's a difference between being musical and playing music for people. Even playing music for somebody that you like are into romantically versus like playing your guitar ukulele and singing at every single available opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little awkward. I have a question. Who is your favorite girl and favorite guy so far? Oh boy. You really put me on the spot here, Christy. Well, I can tell you mine. Okay. So, I really like Tajwan. And. Ugh, you took mine. You could take that one too. <laughs> and. I'd probably say Joe. 
his favorite guy. Okay. I think... Um... Okay. Nice, nice. Good choices. Solid choices. Um... I would say for me... It's gotta be... Tajwan and Trey. <laughs> Tajwan is hilarious, and then I really... I relate to Trey a lot. Because I'm also... Not that extraordinary. No, I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> no. No, just like I like I very like I just I think that I think that he's funny and like the like how he reacts is like the the like he's he he isn't as as extreme as like Jason was from uh Katie's season in terms of like the facial expressions, but he's still like along those same types of lines of like how he reacts to things. Um so that's probably if, that's probably if for me like I I sometimes struggle dealing with Joe's sort of like bipolar type like one moment he's like oh yeah everything's right in the world and the next moment he's like ah this is reminding me of Kendall <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah I feel like part of the reason why I might like him is having seen a whole other season of Paradise with him and all of that play out okay. so Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I like I like him. It's just it's hard for me sometimes it's like, dude, you're literally like in an at a tropical resort. Like try to deal with your feelings. Please. Mm-hmm. For the love of God, <laughs> I beg you. <laughs> like the amount of times I've seen you like tossing and turning on a couch in the middle of the day. <laughs> Because you can't handle it. It's just, it's so high. (laughs) Yeah. So that's great. Do you have a kiss count? Huh. What do you take me for, Christy? Of course I have a kiss count. Again, may or may not be accurate. Can't say. This is not a scientific process. It's an art. Um... But I have a total of 23. Okay. Respectable number. Uh, unrespectable number. These people <laughs> should not be kissing anyone until they get married. <laughs> well, that would be a boring show, wouldn't it? I mean, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> huh. Well... How so much excitement, so much excitement. We'll see. We'll see who gets the axe next week. If they if they bring in more guys, it's it's gonna be tough. Hearts will be broken. Cakes will be thrown on the fire. Can't wait to see that. Kendall will arrive. Yep, at some point she's definitely coming. They've mentioned her too much. Yeah. Oh boy. Is there any other drama we need to know about before we end this thing, Christy? I don't think so. I think that's it. Okay, well if Christy says there's no more drama, then rest assured there's no more drama. <laughs> <laughs>
how can people get in touch with us? Um, you can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at groupdatespodcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you do that every episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you love being in the spotlight. Oh, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I guess we will go and try to regroup emotionally before the next episodes. This has been Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy. We'll talk to you next week.